You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is now three for three when it comes to lawsuits against the Biden federal vaccine mandate. The latest ruling from a federal judge has blocked the vaccine mandate from being enforced for employees of federal contractors. U.S. District Court Judge Stan Baker out of Georgia issued the stay, saying that the Biden administration exceeded its authorization from Congress when issuing the requirement. Alabama's A.G. Marshall was among six other state attorneys general who filed that lawsuit. Marshall also filed another lawsuit against the mandate being applied to health providers working with Medicare and Medicaid patients, as well as the mandate applied to companies with more than 100 employees. Linda Blanchard is stepping out of the Alabama Senate race and in to the gubernatorial race. Blanchard is the former ambassador to Slovenia under the Trump administration. She joined two other female candidates at the start of the Republican primary race for the Senate seat that Richard Shelby will be leaving. But this week, she has withdrawn from that effort to announce she's going up against Governor Kay Ivey. Blanchard gave credit to Ivey for what she has done in office, thanking her for steadying the ship. But Blanchard also said it's time to put the ship in gear and move the state of Alabama forward. Blanchard has a mathematics degree from Auburn University and worked with her husband in starting a business. She says she will not only work as governor for big businesses, but small family-owned businesses, as well as farmers and their families. UAB Hospital out of Birmingham is now the eighth largest hospital in the nation. UAB has moved up three slots from its ranking in 2020 by Becker's Hospital Review. The hospital now has 1,207 beds. UAB Hospital was also named Best Hospital in Alabama by U.S. News & World Report for 2021. As of this week, with all the federal judges ruling against the Biden administration and the vaccine mandate, UAB has announced that they will suspend requiring their employees to get the vaccine. This means that UAB will not be taking action regarding the federal deadline for vaccination that was set for January 4th. They say they won't make any moves until further developments occur in the various legal cases. Governor Ivey has appointed District Judge Matthew Huggins to serve as a circuit judge for Place 2. Huggins was elected in 2016 to the judgeship in Limestone County and has served as Assistant District Attorney in Limestone County for six years prior to that. Huggins was appointed to replace Judge Robert Baker, who is retiring. Governor Ivey has also appointed a new commissioner to the Alabama Department of Corrections. John Hamm will step into the role after Jeff Dunn retires at the end of 2021. Ham is the current Deputy Secretary of the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. Also, Dunn was appointed to the ADOC by former Governor Robert Bentley. Well, the Alabama Crimson Tide is headed to the Final Four in football, and the team's quarterback, Bryce Young, is among the Final Four for the 2021 Heisman Trophy Award. Young is joining Michigan's Aiden Hutchinson, Pittsburgh's Kenny Pickett, and Ohio's C.J. Stroud in this award consideration. The winner will be announced on Saturday night. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden had a video conference call with Russian President Vladimir Putin this past Tuesday. In that call, Biden told Putin that he would be tougher on the issue of Ukraine should Russia decide to invade like it did the area of Crimea back in 2014. That invasion occurred under the Barack Obama administration. Biden says he'll be tougher than Obama. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says that Biden is prepared to deploy clear and decisive actions should Russia invade the country. Also happening this week, the woman that Biden nominated to be the U.S. Treasury Comptroller has now withdrawn from consideration. Saul Amarova 
caused controversy during her Senate committee hearing due to her past education and views on Marxism, as well as a radical vision for the American banking system. Republicans and a few Democrats expressed concern over Omarava's nebulous ideology. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy put it this way. I don't mean any disrespect. I I don't know whether to call you professor or comrade. Omarava is a Cornell law professor in Ithaca, New York. The U.S. Senate did approve a new commissioner for the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency. Chris Magnus comes to the position after being the Tucson, Arizona police chief. Magnus was approved by a 50 to 47 vote. Republican Senator Susan Collins of Maine was the only Republican to join the Democrats in confirming Magnus. The CBP is under the umbrella of the U.S. Border Patrol Agency. So far in 2021, there have been 1.7 million arrests at the U.S.-Mexico border. Those are the ones that got caught, not the ones who got away. Alabama Congressman Mo Brooks is calling on a select committee to investigate the president's son. Brooks is referring to Hunter Biden and his newfound artistic expression. Brooks says that the sale of Hunter's artwork is a cover for people buying access to the president. Brooks says the artwork is selling for tens of thousands of dollars at an outrageous price and clearly not the reason why people are buying it. Brooks says Republicans should get ready to launch an investigation into the president's son after the 2022 elections when Brooks believes Republicans will get back control of the U.S. House. An attorney for arrested protesters who were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th is now speaking out. Attorney Joseph McBride went on Fox News saying that there is video evidence that weapons were passed out by undercover law enforcement officers to the protesters who were allowed into the Capitol building. After months of investigation, these people still not have, have not been charged. We have multiple people on the ground, four in particular that we have identified. Let me just call one of these people out. Somebody who was tagged on the internet by sedition hunters and capital hunters as Redface45. This is a person who is dressed in Trump gear, in MAGA gear. He's covered in red from head to toe. He's face paint, his face is painted, uh, uh, is painted MAGA red. He's got a Trump hat on, a Keep America Great Again hat on. Yet, he is clearly a law enforcement officer. He interacts with uniformed personnel. He interacts with agents in the crowd. He passes up weapons, sledge hammers, poles, mace. Some of those things come into contact with other protesters who have subsequently been charged with possessing dangerous weapons and or using dangerous weapons at the Capitol. That is clearly that is clearly entrapment. That is clearly the government creating conditions of dangerousness and entrapping members of the crowd to possess weapons and possibly use them for reasons that we cannot comprehend. McBride is calling on members of Congress to demand the identities of those men to be revealed. If you're a Republican congressman or a Democrat congressman or an independent congressperson listening tonight, I implore you, I encourage you to dig into this and to help us because our democracy and our way of life is at stake. It is on the chopping block right now. And unless you fulfill your oath to your constituents and to your country to step up and to do the right thing here, then our democracy will be lost. There is no doubt about it. He's also asking a judge to make those videos public. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he talks to another gubernatorial candidate, Tim James, on the same day that Blanchard announced. By the way, I've said the same thing on this show. I know Kay Ivey personally, me personally. Uh, I've worked with her before. She's a very likable person as a person, 
but I have issues with policy, and you said the same thing. You have issues with policy, and you're running against her performance at this case. That is exactly right. You know, and it's one of those things that's un- a little bit unpleasant and uneasy when there's someone that you're uh, going up against in a contest that you that you like personally. The problem is the structure around uh, the, the executive branch, around the governor's office, has just lost control. And when the Alabama Republicans are the they're the the four they're the forerunners and they're chartering new territory to to uh, put casinos and gambling and this medical marijuana issue that a lot of people don't understand. But when we you know I'm not against. Of course, we're forgiving people that are sick anything that will. Uh, can can help them in their pain, but this is this is about money, and this is the worst bait and switch uh, thing you've ever seen in your life. This is about a, a setting up a syndicated drug cartel, and you know, and then the mandate thing that's still going on. So all of these issues and more um, are have, they've happened. This is not stuff that we're talking about might happen. It has happened. They have given it their best shot at making this, uh, it putting this into law, and that's just not who we are as a people. And at some point, somebody's got to stand up and say no more. And I guess I'm that guy. It gives me no pleasure into running against this governor, but this is this is beyond the governor and it's beyond me. It is uh, it is our children and our grandchildren. That is on our mind. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And while you're there, please consider leaving a five star rating for my podcast. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.